This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Digital Health Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, November 18th. First, Hartford Healthcare in Hartford, Connecticut has partnered with Google Cloud on data-powered projects to improve health equity, patient flow, and value-based care across the health system. Under the partnership, the Hartford Healthcare system will leverage Google Cloud's healthcare data engine, artificial intelligence, and machine learning to make its healthcare data more accessible and actionable. The aims of the partnership are to increase access to care by enabling more personalized patient experiences, use data-driven insights and tools to empower clinicians, use data to improve the health of underserved individuals, and accelerate the innovation by discovering previously undetected patterns in health data and using insights to guide new research. The collaboration will also focus on increasing the speed and accuracy of data that is needed in order for clinicians to make patient care decisions. Jeffrey Flax, president and CEO of Hartford Healthcare, said that, quote, creating world-class care requires world-class partners. We are exceptionally proud to stand with Google Cloud and work together to make seamless personalized care a reality for patients. With Google Cloud's technology, Hartford Healthcare will adopt better digital solutions that make care accessible for all, end quote. Hartford Healthcare joins many other healthcare systems opting to use Google Cloud's healthcare data engine. Edison, New Jersey-based Hackensack Meridian Health, Pittsburgh-based Highmark Health, Tennessee-based LifePoint Health, and Rochester, Minnesota-based Mayo Clinic have all partnered with the tech giant to improve data-based projects. Two, layoffs at Amazon will continue into 2023, said CEO Andy Jassy in a note to employees. The tech giant made job cuts on November 16th, the number reaching as many as 10,000 employees, according to some reports across its devices and books departments, as well as voluntary reduction offers to its people, experience, and technology organization. Mr. Jassy said it's unclear how many and exactly which employees will be affected, though stores and PXT will see more reductions, but they will be notified early next year. He said that Amazon has weathered uncertainty and difficult economy in the past, and the company will continue to operate. Um, even through this hard time. He said that the company has big opportunities ahead and more established businesses, including stores, advertising, and Amazon Web Services, but new initiatives they'll also be working on and have conviction in pursuing things like Prime Video, Alexa, and more. Three, Hive, a ransomware group known to target the healthcare industry, has received approximately $100 million in ransom payments. From June 2021 to November 2022, hackers have used Hive ransomware to target critical infrastructure sectors, including government facilities, healthcare, public health, communities, critical manufacturing, and information technology, according to the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency. As of November, Hive ransomware attackers have compromised more than 1,300 companies worldwide. Hive operates as a ransomware as a service model. The group uses many common ransomware tactics, including uh, exploiting remote desktop protocol or virtual private networks and phishing attacks, in addition to more aggressive methods like directly calling victims to apply pressure and negotiate ransom payments. Other tactics deployed by the group include searching the victims' systems that are tied to backups and either terminating or disrupting those conditions, deleting shadow companies, backup files, and even system snapshots. And four, 
Rob Allen has been selected as the new president and CEO of Salt Lake City-based Intermountain Healthcare. The health system announced the appointment November 17th, about three months after announcing the departure of Dr. Mark Harrison. Dr. Harrison, who became president and CEO of Intermountain in 2016, accepted a role to run a healthcare platform business for General Catalyst. Lydia Jumanville, who served as president and CEO of Bloomfield, Colorado-based SCL Health before the organization merged with Intermountain, has been serving as the interim CEO. Mr. Allen has served as COO of Intermountain for nearly six years. Before that, he held roles with Intermountain, including Region Operating Officer, CEO of Park City, Utah Medical Center, and Regional Vice President of the hospital. Mr. Allen will officially take the leadership reins December 1st, according to a press release. Ms. Jumanville will remain the executive sponsor of Integration for Intermountain until her planned retirement at the end of next year. Intermountain is a 33-hospital health system with locations in seven states. If you would like the latest in digital health and technology news delivered to your inbox every day, subscribe to the Becker's Health IT and CIO newsletter through our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com.